continue our daily Bible reading here on this Friday as we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. So we've got to do uh, four chapters of uh, 1 Corinthians here as we look at these epiphany readings that we're going to have for our epistle reading, our second reading for the upcoming Sundays here uh, in epiphany time between now and uh, and Ash Wednesday, February 14th, when we go into the uh, the season of Lent. What we have in, in chapter 9 is a great example of something we deal with a lot with today. You know, what about if I have a, have a freedom to do something? Does that mean I just go ahead and do it no matter what, how it affects someone else? Or uh, while I'm free, um, how do we practice that freedom and those rights that we have from a Christian perspective? So in that way, it's an epiphany. It's shining light on well, how does the Christian do this? We know how the world does it. We know and we see that with others. We know the tug that we have in our heart, our sinful nature that can take that freedom and therefore just become self-centered and just thinking about me. And we also know the example of Jesus Christ, this Savior whose birthday we just celebrated, gave us an example of what it looks like. He said, I came not to be served, and you certainly could have been served. He is God. He deserves that service. We should be serving him and thanking him and praising him for what he's done. But yet he comes into the world to be a servant of all. So it, it raises that level of servant. And, and I love the way Jesus does that. You know, I remember in my early days when I was reading the Bible, I would hear Jesus say, well, the first will be last and the last will be first. And, and part of what that means is that Jesus flip-flops everything in the way that we look at them. The way that we look at the world, we say, well, hey, the person that has the most money, has the greatest job, drives the best car, and house is the is, is more important than someone who's mopping the floors. And and Jesus says, no way. I'm going to flip that around. Because when you when you do that, what you do is you end up devaluing people. Jesus elevates every single one of us and gives us self-worth based upon the fact that we've all been created by God and we've all been redeemed by Jesus Christ. That's where your self-worth comes from. I know I've talked about that before in some of the devotions and preach about it all the time. Because we tend to look at our self-worth as, you know, how much have I earned? How many great things have I done in the world? And even great is defined by the world rather than with Jesus and, and the way God looks at things. Great to God is different than, than great to us because God looks at great from a selfless, loving kind of way. And and we look at it more from, from uh, the earth standards or the world standards. So anyway, Paul gets into this. Paul is certainly an apostle of apostles. He could, he could claim his right to receive pay for what what he does to earn his living. He's not, he's not a rock star. He's not trying to, you know, earn a billion dollars here, but just to receive his pay. But uh, remember Apostle Paul's background. Paul started out, he was known as Saul, and he was a persecutor of Christians. When he was converted and brought over and became a missionary of Jesus Christ, you got to know that people for a while weren't sure about him. They they distrusted him. They said, well, is, is he just putting on a front? Is he trying to pull the wool over our eyes? Or is he really true? And he always had detractors in his ministry who were saying to people, hey, you can't trust this Paul guy. Look at this. Look, he receives money for what he does. And so therefore, he's preaching the gospel so he can get rich. And Paul says, I know that's out there, so you know what I'm going to do? He says it here in this chapter. He said um, in verse 12, he says, Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right to be paid for what we're doing, to pay for our expenses, but we would rather endure um, endure this rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So long story short, what Paul's saying, I'm thinking about you. I want to make sure that nothing rises in your heart or you hear from anybody that says, hey, Paul's just doing this to get rich. 
um, and, and I'm going to go to the other extreme. I'm not going to receive anything at all. Now, we know Paul's background was a tanner. He did have an occupation. He was able to earn money that way. I'm sure he lived on a shoestring, too, even though he could have claimed more. Uh, but he said, no, I'm not going to do that. So he gives an example, an epiphany of what our life ought to look like. While we are, look at verse 19. He says, for though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. So notice the bottom line. I want to win people for Jesus Christ. I want to be a light of Jesus Christ. Remember how we talked about what we owe Jesus Christ. I started out the devotion today with this. As we looked at this, well, we owe God everything, and God has given us everything we have. So the most important thing is that we're a good light for Jesus Christ. That when others see us, they say, hey, that person's different. Not that we're trying to earn God's favor. We've already got that. We know that he loves us. But because we know how much he loves us, we want to make him proud. We want to shine his light so that others can know that same thing too. Martin Luther put it this way. He said, a Christian is perfectly free Lord of all. In other words, we know... We owe no one anything. Christ has paid for our forgiveness. We even know, owe God nothing. And he said, we're, so therefore we are perfectly free Lord of all but we're, and subject to none. But a Christian is also perfectly dutiful servant of all and subject to all. Everyone is an opportunity for me to be like Christ, for me to say thank you to God for the gift he's given to me and to serve them. And serving is in the likeness of Jesus Christ. And that's really what Paul's trying to get across in, the, in this whole chapter. Um, and, and that's why he says in verse 22, I become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. So the salvation of people, others coming to know Christ is the most important thing in all that we do. Being a servant is the most important thing in all that we do. And he emphasizes that in the last few verses 24 to 26 be dedicated to what you do be dedicated to your marriage be dedicated to your family be dedicated to your neighbors your friends your co-workers um, and 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 do your job uh, to the best of your ability with, with every single thing that God has blessed you with verse 27 says even discipline in our body to keep it under control so that our wants and our needs and our self-centeredness doesn't get the best of us and all we do is take care of ourselves so great epiphany text um, helping us to shine our light, to shine the light of Jesus Christ through that, have that shine through us uh, so that others might see the one who is the true servant of all. That's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So keep in that word. Uh, one of the ways you help that helps us to continue to keep that mindset is to be in the word of God and you're right where you need to be. God bless you.